I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear podcast. Jazz. Explained. Peter, explain what happened at the end of well, this. Well, we, we are going to do exactly that today. I'm calling the all-time ultimate. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. The all-time ultimate audible. 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 Okay, dot today. Com. Check We're going to break down oh. what we just did right there. Okay. Because that was totally spontaneous. It was. I thought we were starting the episode. We and we did were. start the episode, yeah. but you went back to an old classic, yeah, an old war horse. Well, you did this video called 57 Greatest Jazz Standards of All Time, in yeah. which you played all the things you are, but you did it in 3-4, and people have been posting their versions of that like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened, which what? is amazing. I haven't seen this. Yeah, man. I have not seen one Everybody's of these. thrilled about your all the things you are in 3-4, and it's killing, so I really? thought we would bring it back today a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, but you kind of surprised me on that, and I and I was just thinking as we were playing, which might explain or excuse some of my blunders there at the end, because okay, okay. I was already thinking ahead. I'm always thinking ahead, buddy, uh, when I should be thinking about what we're doing. No, no, no. no, but I was thinking this would be so fun to talk about, like, how do, how do you create something totally spontaneous that, in, at least to the audience, <laughs> of course, we know that playing all the things you are is not totally spontaneous, so we can talk about the commonality, the different perceptions that we both bring to it. But when we don't have an arrangement, we don't even, I mean, you didn't even say we're going to play that. Usually we'll be like, hey, you want to try this? You just start playing something. Just start playing something. How do you jump in? How do you jump in and make something hopefully that's interesting musically, but that's also inclusive to the audience of like some spontaneity. So it doesn't sound like it's overly rehearsed, but it doesn't sound like a jumbled mess. Well, and maybe we could also talk about how to do it, especially with two chordal instruments, two instruments that can be... Chordal? Chordal. Uh, chordal, chordal, as in playing chords, right. is, is but you did polyphonic. play some chords. I heard you, <laughs> chordals. <laughs> chordals but like we get asked all the time about piano and guitar stuff, two yeah. piano things. We don't get asked about as much because it's rarer. Yeah. But uh, it is something to consider. Yeah, I'm I'm down to talk about what just happened there. Yep. Yeah. Um. So okay, the first thing that I would say that was interesting, and if you're interested in doing this kind of thing, is like develop musical relationships, not just with music, of course, or with you know, a great Brad Meldau recording or whatever of this tune, but develop musical relationship with other people that play. Oh, yeah. Right? Because that is going to, there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to like, oh, I know what he's doing. I, I don't know. Obviously, we know each other's playing, so we have a head start. Yeah. But a lot of the things I find when you're developing musical relationships with individuals actually apply to other great musicians. So like when you get a chance to play with a really great player or any level of player, like cherish that. And like, think about not just what am I developing for my playing? Like, what am I developing in? It's like developing the art of conversation. Yeah. That's not just about studying other great, you know, speeches from Winston Churchill or something. It's like, you know, kind of leaning into the moments that we have to convert, which could be at a coffee shop with the barista, whatever. Like, these all go into our conversational skills. And when we're playing the music like this, it, we think it's about, oh, how good can I play these chords? Like, how's, but this becomes, when it's a spontaneous thing, it's just, Really more about how can I be a good conversationalist? Yeah. Which is listening, which is talking, which is shutting up, which is like complimenting, which is, you know, playfulness, whatever the situation, you know. So it's like you don't want to make it even so precious where it's like when he plays sharp nine, I play flat. No, it's like how do you respond in the moments because everything's going to be flying at you at a speed that you're not accustomed to. I think you nailed it with just the very first thing. Number one on the show, listen. Yeah, you've got to be listening. You've got and to listen really to really listen, you actually can't be thinking about what you want to say next, as if you're in a conversation. Right. You actually have to be right. Exactly. I'm. It, that's what I was gonna say. Guys, and so, it, no, I'm trying <laughs> to show an example of what not, uh, to, what do. not to do. <laughs> no, uh, 
you have to you have to be present within yourself and you and sometimes it takes reminding yourself like the little voice in your head that's like ooh i just thought of a good thing to say yeah. and oh i could elaborate on that you have to like actually recognize that voice and and sort of say okay just shut the hell up calm down <laughs> what is what is actually happening here in the moment what is peter actually playing and what and then try to hear that music as a whole you ever do that you ever like listen to when you're playing with other people you listen to the room, everything that's happening as a whole, as if they're not two separate people or three separate people, but just everything happening in a singularity, right? It's it's all part of it. And what you're providing is part of that whole and hearing your part as part of it, as opposed to, I'm, I'm going to get in there and do my right. thing, right? It's like, what what is what is supposed to be happening yeah. with this right now? So right. like what you play if I'm if I'm present in the moment, if I'm listening to you, if I'm being true to myself and not trying to just interject myself all the time, what you play is going to completely change what I play. Like whatever it is, the content that you do, right. I'm hearing that as part of the whole content of the universe, as well as like the traffic, Caleb's phone going off, right. Andy coming into the studio. It's yeah. all part of the thing that's happening. It's a right big now. jumbled mess up in here. Is that what you're big saying? Big jumbled <laughs> mess, yeah. Well, and I think too, what's interesting about that is when we talk about developing you know, musical relationships, it's about, it could be anybody. Like, you don't want to get fixated on, like, I know Adam's playing, and so I'm listening, but I know what he usually plays there, and I, so I'm going to complete his sentence. Yeah. It's like you want to bring a certain level of naive, naivete, naivete, as they might say in on the continent. I don't know which country. Au contraire. Au contraire, mon frère. Yeah. But, I mean, like, you want to still give, you don't want to, like there's a negative side that you can exploit to knowing somebody's playing that can be a little bit exclusionary to some excitement to the audience where it's like you're playing so well together that there's no like discovery. There's quality and there's like a matching, but there's no mystery be being unveiled to the audience, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas if you develop musical relationships and then apply those to any situation. So in other words, it's like you started playing that. I was like, oh, cool. I wasn't even thinking like, wait, what tune is? I mean, I knew the tune, but I wasn't thinking all the things you are. I was like, oh, yeah. I remember that. And I'm trying to hear, like, I'm I'm open to it being whatever key. I'm making sure I'm not coming in, like... And I wasn't even thinking that it was in three. It took me a while to even... I was just reacting to the vibe and the feel that you were presenting. That's right. So then it's also important to, like, kind of take that to a constant listening, even as, like, I might have sort of taken the lead at a certain point. I'm still, I'm still questioning you in a musical way. Yes. Because just like a conversation, if you're only saying, oh, I heard what you said, now let me say what I'm going to say. That's right. There has to be a constant, oh, that's cool. Well, uh, when did you start doing that? Or where are you going with that? Like questions, and then you said like that, and, and there's no right or wrong way to do that, but there's a certain openness to having that question. Musical questions always, they can really make it exciting. Let's let's do a little more playing on this and see if we can expand on this. So if I ask a question like, okay, so like there so far, that was felt felt good. I wanted to keep going, but I want to show people kind of my my thinking on this. Like, you know, you're starting the tune, and then when I came in, it might have seemed a little busy, but I was I was doing like counter melodies. Well, yeah, I was not being busy. I was doing like yeah. on purpose, setting you up to be right. Spar. Like but I gave spars. it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, let let me let me let the music breathe a little bit, even though I 
could have probably jumped in with that earlier, but I was trying to find that place where it's like, okay, time, time to walk in the room, you know? Yeah. So let me, let's, let's do the counter, counter. Okay. That. What if I did something like this? Right there, right there. Yeah. Just, just where we left off. You took the melody on the bridge, obviously. So I'm playing way thicker. Right? Yeah. I'm not leaving the space for you to do anything. Yeah. You had to creep in in a very yeah. subtle way. And, and then, I even came in probably a little earlier than I would. Like, if you were playing like that, I would be like, it doesn't need anything. Yeah, yeah. We don't have, just because we're both here, but I wanted to do something. because Yeah, yeah. But then you took the melody on the bridge. And then at the end of the bridge, there, it wasn't certain that I would come back in with the melody, right. which I did come back in the melody. But you left enough space, yeah, to like beg the question, right? You want this, right? You were just, it was like you were like, and, and I, I didn't think if look I up either. Like no. that's one way to do it. Be like, but sometimes you don't have like don't give every visual cue that you think you have to do, right? Because then it ta then it becomes too even for the audience. I'm always thinking about that. Like, how does this look to the audience if it's like? Because then they're like, oh, he's about to come in. Like, right. let the music happen. It's not gonna be perfect every time. And, but you have to have that risk, I think. That's right. And I, if I wouldn't have taken that ball that you offered, yeah, on a platter, you probably would have gone back to the melody. Is it a platter or a ball? I don't it's know. like a, it's a piece of fish. <laughs> a platter with a ball. So maybe a, a chicken ball. sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. Let's try one more here. Just I, I was gonna say one other thing about that too. That when when I went to the bridge, a, a little bit of advice is like even if it's you know two pianos, there's always like this kind of equality because we're playing the same instrument. But if you're playing with a singer, duo, whatever. Uh, a guitar piano like don't be afraid to be assertive with something that doesn't That's mean right. you're not listening like i when i made the decision to play the melody at the bridge even though what you were doing almost would have led to do that that was i like, was going for it i yeah. was going to continue on but i but i also played the melody i wasn't like oh i'm in the back because you know, that makes it harder for you because then if you're like wait is he taking it or not just do something you yeah. know and so you have to be assertive sometimes that won't work like the first time on the intro um, when i went to the a major and you'd already played the a flat like that was a little bit of a train wreck but i was like I didn't switch off of it because that makes it hard for you. Cause then it's like, wait, I'm there. I'm there. Oh, sorry. No, let me open the door. Let me yeah, yeah, No, yeah. It's like, just do something I gotcha. I gotcha. And, and make it yeah. work. You know? All right. One more. I want to see what you, okay. how you react to this one.
advice. Yeah. Till next time. You'll hear it.